It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday january 4th happy new year you're listening to episode 449 i'm your host as always jason here today uh with eric slauson once again hey eric how's it going it's going pretty well good good uh happy new year first of all thank you today is uh my first day back at school i think so oh uh, oh yes yeah (laughs) <laughs> might be my we talked about going to a cabin for a while this may be my first day back at home actually oh okay so we're both we're both back at it yes so so the uh the listeners may be able to guess we're recording this way early uh to get around the holidays um but yeah we uh last time you were on was about june i looked back and saw so about six months ago wow so yeah i know <laughs> right? was... it feels like it feels like longer than that yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yeah, we wanted to talk today about something interesting for you back in the day. A lot of times, uh, Rob and I would do kind of a year end recap and then we kind of do, what are we looking forward to, to the new year? Um, and I wanted to do it a little different this year. So last week you got to hear Julio and I talk about, um, kind of our end of the year recap for all the design stuff we worked on. Uh, but this week we wanted to look at the new year. Uh, and I wanted to do that with a designer who's not typically on the show because I wanted to get somebody else's uh, kind of perspective and what they were planning on, especially since, uh, as we all know, 2021 is is looks different than 2020. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, um, hope. I mean, no matter what, it will. Right. It's going to mm. look different. It's whether or not it looks better. Um, so because of that, I-, I thought it'd be fun to get Eric on the show and uh, yeah, and chit chat about kind of our goals for 2021 mm-hmm. and uh so this will follow like a typical format rob and i've used in the past where we'll kind of have the same questions and we'll go back and forth chatting about them and uh and then in the end we're going to try and make some predictions about uh what we think might the industry might do and things like that and i'm sure we'll be wrong about all those yeah we're gonna make uh, some wild <laughs> guesses based on very little data yeah. or <laughs> evidence <laughs> and what i what i promised eric before he came on was if we're wrong, we'll never speak of it again. But if we're right, I will have him back on and we will absolutely call that out. So, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the off chance that we're even close to right. Like that's almost what we said. Yeah. We said there would be more games. <laughs> yeah. And there were. I don't want to make that prediction to be wrong. That makes Oh, yeah. Concerned. That's uh, yeah. Where's the wood? Knock on wood. Knock on Calax. <laughs> yeah. My, my desk also faux wood. So, yes. I think it's like some sort of filler. It's got the fake wood grain on the top. Looks oh really yeah. Nice. nice. Um, all right. Well, Hey, so let's, uh, let's do this. So we really broke this down into some different categories. We wanted to talk about, um, for, for, um, goal type things in mm-hmm. the next year. And, uh, we started, uh, we thought we'd start broad, right? So we thought we'd start with what, what kind of our broad goals were, for 2021 as designers. Mm-hmm. So uh, you want to, you want to go first? Do you want to yeah, say sure. one of yours or yeah. all of yours or? Um, yeah. So I've got two main ones, I think. Um, one is kind of a, uh, they both are related to design. One is more of kind of a, a personal one and more as a professional one. My personal one is I, I want to get, I want to be instrumental in the signing of a game for someone else, basically. Like I want to help a a designer get a game signed. Um, I've definitely got some karma that I need to pay forward from, (laughs) you know, some people who have helped me um, in the past. And, you know, I've, I've, um, you know, been fortunate enough to make some connections with some publishers at this point. And, um, you know, I've, I've been trying to, you know, funnel some, some of uh, some designers and designs that I've, that I found, um, towards those, um, towards those publishers. But yeah, um, that's something I'd like to see happen, you know, just to, um, to keep that, uh, you know, like I said, pay it forward. Yep. Yep. Um, and then professionally, uh, a goal that I have is I would love to be able to have the chance to work on an IP, um, to have yeah, that yeah. experience, um, just as you know, just as like a, a learning experience. I've, I've had the, um, the opportunity again to work with kind of different types of projects and different types of publishers, 
Um, so um, working with a, a publisher who has an IP, working within, you know, an IP restriction, um, uh, you know, interacting with a, an IP's fan base, all that kind of stuff is really interesting mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, interesting to me um, and something I would, I would love to learn more about. So that's, uh, you know, professional and, and personal. Uh, those are the things that I'm looking to, to have happen this year. Yeah, those are the idea of an IP game is is yeah. I mean, that's kind of the pinnacle, right? Like, it just feels like if there's something about it that feels so legit, right? right. <laughs> because like, right. it's not your own create. I mean, the game is your creation, but like the fact that you get to play in someone else's sandbox, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a sandbox that everyone's heard of, uh, that that just I don't know. Somehow that's like an I've arrived thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, it's definitely a like a, a milestone or a um, yeah, a, a mile marker where you're you know next you know the next thing is I do this, the next thing is I do this, you know. Um, at some point, I need to run a Kickstarter, I guess, <laughs> 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 just to have have the experience. But um, yeah, I, I I just think it's it's really interesting. A lot of my games tend to be kind of love letters anyway to different groups and different um uh, you know i guess themes uh you know I, I really try to you know with my my tattoo game tattoo stories was you know really for people who love tattoos monstrosity yeah. was really for people who love monsters um so i really try to do that anyway um as kind of a theme theme first designer um so i think my the way my brain works works would work really well for ip work and really looking for what people love about an ip and really trying to bring that um that experience to the to the table so so i won't ask you about specific ips because i don't want you to jinx yourself (laughs) but um what like what types of ips really speak to you when you think about um you know what i mean mean that like broad groups like like film ips Mm -hmm. or or you know comics or something like that what are the i i realize it's hard to i guess speak in super broad terms right um you know, well, entertainment it, haha <laughs> well it's interesting because they're so i mean now those lines are so blurred like if you think of you know yeah in in the 90s or whatever you could say like oh i want to do like a marvel you know, thing. And people be right, like, Oh, right. comic books. But now what does that even mean? Like it's TV shows, right. it's movies, it's comic books, it's, you know, um, uh, novelizations. It's like all kinds of stuff. Same thing with star Wars. Now you've got shows, now you've got movies, now you've got video games, now you've got right, it's right. all over the place. So, um, you know, I am a, a big film person. So there's a lot of you know movies that I've seen dozens of times and, you know, would, would love to get a chance to, to make some nor- more stories in those universes, but we're also in a, a kind of a golden age of TV. So, um, I know, right? yeah, there's a lot of stuff to pull from there. Um, I, I, I will say that I'm interested, uh, not that something, you know, Obviously, something Marvel would be like awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right. like both. something that is has a a dedicated smaller fan base, like a you know more culty, um, yeah, like yeah. I- internet comics or you know even some like indie band or whatever that really almost yeah, excites me sure. more. Yeah, like getting making something for. Um, you know, a concentrated group of, of diehard uh, people, you know, like, um, I don't know, something like a firefly back before it is what it is now, you know, like something that has right, a, right, you know, right. a hardcore right, fan yeah. base. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And those, it really, I think it is about the idea that you could interact, whether it was online or just via the fact that they're playing the game with those, with those hardcore fans. Right. 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 Um, because when you when you design a Marvel game now, especially now, right, right. Um, with seeing so many games out and some really really good games right. um, out uh, in that genre, you're just kind of a drop in the puddle, right? Like, but it really like when you're talking about um, when you're talking about these little small um, more niche ones, 
that for sure um, is a love letter to those fans, right? Because you've mm-hmm. got to get it right because this might be their one shot, right? At seeing right. this game and you don't want to screw it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't so... want to make Stranger Things Monopoly, right? As we were saying before <laughs> the show started, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with Stranger Things. There's nothing wrong with Monopoly. You know, you just put them together. Um, right. But yeah, making something, you know, I, I really like to make weird stuff. Um, I... As like a, a side one, a side goal, it's it's very more abstract, but it kind of ties into this. I would love to do something weird, like a, a, like an interactive installation, like a museum piece. Um, there's yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of um, uh, people that I that I know there that have done um, you know games for companies. Um, uh, uh, Matt Fantastic did this uh, did this game for I think it was about like nuclear proliferation for that some think tank and uh so it was like this custom made game um wow, you know that's cool. um there's a, a puzzle game company called uh the wild optimists and they did like um uh like a nancy drew uh game for like the nancy oh, drew movie cool. like yeah there's yeah. there's there's a huge you know uh creative space out there that is outside right. of just you know putting uh a game out um you know, for retail or hobby or whatever yep. there's. Oh yeah. I'm reminded design wise of Carol Mertz. I don't know if you know Carol or not, mm. but she designed like hell couch, uh, co-designed okay. with some other people in hell couch. I've never played it. Um, because you can only play it at certain places okay. uh, because it's a, it's a physical couch. It's the oh, hell couch, right. Okay. And you, I think are trying to summon or stop demons <laughs> by doing like butt positions on the couch. Okay. I'm into like, this. And it's like an interactive controller that you do with your butt. I don't know. Like, um, I'm sure you could Google it and find out more about it, but Carol has designed a bunch of like really weird stuff. And I mean yes. that in a great way. Like I have tons of respect for her. We've had her on the show before. Um, and yeah, so that that's the first thing I thought of when you said like an art installation or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I, um, I'm getting to help a library, um, design a game for its summer reading program oh because they were goodness. like, Hey, um, they were like, Hey, we, we, we normally do this summer reading program and it's just this fill in the blank thing. Like we want to, we want to make it a game. Like, could you do that? And I was like, hell yeah, I can do that. That sounds <laughs> awesome. Um, and I'm so excited to be working with it. Um, because it's just, it's just cool. Right. I mean, it's yeah. different, you know? Yeah. Um, there's no like, what's the market for this or how it's <laughs> just like, I'm designing, they said, here's the theme we want. And we're working together on it and they do all the graphic design and house and stuff. So it's really just on me, like working with all these different people, mm-hmm. designing a small game and then coordinating a project for it. And uh, yeah, and it's, it's and there's a talented team of people to work with. And so it's very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about it. That's awesome. What about you? What are you, uh, what are you looking, so looking to? I, I did have, and we won't retread this. I did have an IP game on the list wanting to really hit that. Um, you and I had talked about that beforehand and, I, doing an IP game again, it's the dream, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, so I won't retread that territory, but yes, the, all the same things you said, I agree with. Um, other than I would really, really, really like to make a Marvel game at some day. Um, <laughs> I didn't say because, I wouldn't. Yeah, Marvel, yeah, I did. Yeah. It's not what I said. I, I Jason, stop. No, I know. I know. <laughs> if anyone's listening that has access to that IP, Eric is not interested. He only likes small, weird things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So, um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, that interests me a lot. Um, the main goal that I set was, and I've talked about this on the show a bit, was I'm starting to put out, I want to put out some of my own stuff, like do Kickstarters. I did that a long time ago. It was a hell of an experience. It was it was tough. Like mm-hmm. it was hard, but that was, gosh, eight, nine years ago now. And I've learned a lot since then. Have I learned enough? We'll find out. Um, but <laughs> So the really the big one I'm working on right now um, that I'm really jazzed to get out there um, is so I want to publish uh, I wanted to start publishing random and right games um, under the brand name random and right games because I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so the first one I'm trying I want to try and get out sometime earlier this year. Hopefully by the end of the first quarter we can put it on Kickstarter. I don't know for sure if that'll happen, but we're, we're working on the design. We're having art done already. So we're moving forward with mm-hmm. it. Um, but it is, uh, it is a platformer game um, where you use cards to um, 
to create platform levels, like where you lay the cards next to each other. And then right. you run through those levels. And then at the end, you end up on a map. Uh, and that map is um, like a old school, like Mario World style map. Oh, yeah. Where you're running awesome. around. And, um, and on that map, you are... Um, you are uh, f- gathering resources from the cards uh, as you run through your path. And then when you get to the map, you are filling in things on the map while you move around. Uh, and what you fill in determines what you earn points for at the end of the game. Mm. So, like, everyone has access to the same resources, but depending on how you spend them and the paths you take, it determines whether or not you get points for how much life you had left over or points for how many times you did one thing. And you may care about stopping enemies, but I don't care about it because I don't get any points for it. <laughs> that's cool. um, but you, it's completely up to you how that's going to be done. And, um, and I'm really excited. I'm working on it with Jonathan Schaffer and I'm really excited for where it's going. Um, mm-hmm. Play tests have been positive. And so that's, that's my first big goal for the year. Um, the second one is another game I'm not going to talk about as much. It's a game I've talked about a lot on the show previously, um, but I'm going to be also, I want to put some games out that fall in line with um, me doing coaching. I do um, uh, coaching leadership, team building type of thing on the Mm -hmm. side um, as kind of my other job. And I want to uh, have that be uh, games that can both be fun for gamers and can be used to teach people kind of lessons about teamwork and communication and things. Right. Um, right. And I think that they overlap so well um, that it's it's not hard to do. Um, so I am going to be doing at least one game this year that way um, that I've partnered uh, with the artist Curran Roberts on, and I'm super jazzed about it. Um, she did the art for Unreal Estate for, for listeners. Oh, cool. Um, and this is it's going to be really cool. It's a, it's a fun game. I've talked about it on the show before. I should be able to talk about it more soon, but I don't want to announce all of it until it's ready um, sure. you know, to kind of move forward. And I want to focus on this other game first. Um, but that brand would be referred to as positive charge games. Um, thinking about positive change, uh, positive charge, right? Like, a, like mm-hmm. a, uh, an atom with a positive charge, right? So um, yeah. So anyways, uh, those are the two big things. I don't want to commit to too much more than that. Uh, from broad goal perspective because that's only, only two, two games but it's a lot right <laughs> yeah that's yeah. massive um and i but i want to do them both as smaller things right like i'm not i don't have to sell ten thousand copies of these games right i mean like if i could do a print run of a couple thousand like that would be amazing and i would yeah. love that yeah um but i just really want to put more out there right i want to i'm i want to keep designing for sure obviously that's my main thing and both these games I either designed or co-designed, which is kind of a goal of mine is to work on games that I've worked on um, and then put things out that I don't, wouldn't necessarily get in front of a publisher uh, and get them to sign it right away. Mm-hmm. That said um, with like the roll and write game. I mean, if, if a bigger publisher saw that on Kickstarter, which I've known some people that's happened with and then swooped in and said, we want this game, you know, <laughs> aces, let's do that. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. like I'm in, <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, I have no expectations for anything like that. I'm happy to just do it on our own and, you know, hope we make something that really gets people's attention, uh, and is received positively. So, um, all right. So next up we have specific games that we would like to work on in 2021. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you were just talking about those, uh, those Kickstarters and, and development and stuff. Um, and I actually do have two others listed that I would like to work on separately. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have one, it's, it's one that has a, uh, kind of a, I don't know, passion project sounds like a weird, a weird way to put it, but, um, it's probably the one that I would do a Kickstarter for, uh, because it's something that, uh, I've pitched around it to different publishers and, you know, people have liked it, but, um, you know, it's not the right time or, or whatever the thing is. Um, but every time I play it with groups or at unpubs or whatever, it goes over really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it has kind of a, a, a baked in audience as far as, um, dads go, uh, cause it's a, <laughs> it's a pun based game. Um, nice. Uh, so it's called pun of your business and, uh, <laughs> oh, even the title's a pun. Oh, it's good. It's good. I mean, it kind of had to be right. Otherwise yeah. like, you pretty much failed, right? Yeah. It's gotta be pun game is what it's called. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, a, a cooperative, uh, kind of party game where you're trying to, 
um, satisfy your, there's a, you're naming these businesses in a strip mall. You and all of your friends have bought a strip mall together, but there's no businesses. Um, (laughs) And you've already set the grand opening date. So you have to like really quickly put some stuff in there. Um, But the idea is that every store is going to be a combination business. So no store sells only one thing. It's like, you know, a combination. So uh, you have like certain things that you're trying to fulfill. You know, we have to have a name that rhymes. We have to have a name that, you know, is like a, a portmanteau. Um, uh, we, you know, so on and so forth. And there's a timer. And so you're just kind of like free associating, coming up with these puns, shouting them out. Um, and so it's a, a timed kind of creative experience, uh, you know, loosey goosey. Um, and the fun thing about it is that you, you know, you end up with these, your funny business names, these like uh, insider inside jokes. And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, once you know how to play it, uh, it's something that you can also kind of take with you and, and play in the car. Um, you know, just kind of trying to put these, these cards together and shouting things out in the car. Yeah. And we've also kind of played it at game nights as almost like an installation um, where it's kind of a, a meta game that we play. So we, you know, in the, in the kitchen where the food is or whatever, we like lay out all the cards. Mm-hmm. And then while we're playing other games, people can kind of like go in and, and shout out something that they've come up with. And at the end of the, at the, nice. end of the night, we like vote on who had the funniest, um, fun, funniest joke. So um, I've played it on Facebook a couple times, you know, taking a picture of the board and having people shout out their, um, you know, their business names. And so it's something that I've already had a ton of fun with and a ton of, um, yeah. really good social interactions with. Um, and so it's, it's just kind of getting it out there. And, um, you know, one of those things where it's, it's, it's maddening because, you know, you know, you have publishers who are like, yeah, I don't, I don't think people are going to, you know, buy like a pun game. And then you, you like see this game come out that's like puns, and then you see this other game come out that's puns, and you see this right, other game. Right. You're like, oh, come on, <laughs> just let me do it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's one that I'm I'm definitely working on. Um, there's some other projects that I'm like midway through um, for for publishers, not to um, that aren't at the point of being able to talk about, but some cool things that I'm right, that right. I'm working yeah, on. Uh, I have another drawing game in the works that it definitely is a is a passion project because it is movie based. Um, can't talk about that one either because that one's kind of close uh, to to That's be fair. That's to fair. be excited hopefully. But yes, it is it is um, basically about uh, drawing uh, movie posters. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it kind of combines a lot of things that I love movies and and uh, and drawing and uh, being silly. So. Yes, yeah, so those are my two, my two, <laughs> my two games. Um, you know, I always talk about how I want to, you know, try to make a, you know, some, a, a really thinky strategy. You know, like a reef or a sagrada or you know, an azul. You know, make make my little uh, gamer game. But I, I just keep thinking of you know puns and and <laughs> movie poster games and you know. Uh, weird stuff so you know well hey we we need every kind of game so it's yeah it's good right i mean so many people are designing the azuls and that sort of thing so (laughs) we need more of the of the out there stuff because yeah that's some of the stuff i love the most as well i'm like you with that yeah so what about you you got anything uh you said you got some specific things cooking so two specific games that one that is nearly done um but we're kind of turning a corner with how we're going to handle it um, is, um, one is compulsed, uh, which is a game that Neil Roberts and I designed a couple of years ago, I think now, uh, it is a game, uh, that is, it was, it was just an abstract, uh, it was an abstract game where you're trying to put, uh, cards with numbers in descending order. Um, like super simple. Mm-hmm. You have three sacks, you can have up to three sacks cards. You're trying to kind of shuffle them almost like free cell style, uh, trying to make them be six in a row with no gaps descending order and you win the game. Uh, the problem is, that uh, at the start of the game, you are given a rule that says you can't um, take cards from a specific color pile. There are four color piles. It plays up to four players. So everyone at the beginning can't draw number cards from a specific color mm. pile, which is a problem because you're going to see the cards you need there and not be able to get them. Um, and then every time you put another card in a stack, uh, whether or not it actually, um, you know, whether or not it actually is is the next card in the line, just you've now put two cards in a stack. 
Um, when you do that, you now have to reveal a new rule. Uh, and there are five total rules, and the rules get more and more maddening as you go down the line, <laughs> um, making it harder and harder to to complete. So finally, the last goal is designed to where you will, about 70% of the time, you will have to somewhat scrap what you've done and work backwards from there. Oh, um, wild. So it, what it means is, you know, you basically can't flip that last one and then win the next turn, usually. So I've mm -hmm. seen it happen, but it's very unlikely. Um, and the whole reason it's called compulsed is the game is actually based on different facets of obsessive compulsive disorder to teach players um, through a non heavy handed way what it's like trying to perform a simple task while having obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh. Um, this is a passion project because I have OCD um, and I started working on this game a couple years ago, struggled with getting it kind of where I needed it to be. And then Neil kept giving me ideas like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I was like, why don't you design the game with me then, you <laughs> jerk? Um, and he was like, okay. So, so yeah, now we're going to, we've got a theme for it now and we're going to try and switch it up a little bit and kind of get it over the finish line this year is our hope. Um, and then the other game is a game I have not even started. It's an idea at this point that I'm super in love with. Um, and cause I've been really into designing role and rights of late. So I have an idea for a kind of stranded survival game, um, where you're trying to, your people are trying to help you. You're stuck in a location. People are trying to get you out. You're trying to talk to them to figure out how to survive, but mm. also like trying to give them information. So it'd be an asymmetric role and write game um about survival and i don't know that it would be actually rolling right it'd be some form of random and right um but yeah so i'm not i i have had this note with the with the title of the game which i'm not even going to say uh with this note with the title of the game on my noteboard for four months now Ugh. and that's all it is yeah and with the words random and right after it so i am going to try and work on that this year to at least get it fleshed out um yeah, yeah. So I uh, I want to see what I can do with that. And then if it turns out not to be good, then I can just move on. And I don't have to keep thinking about it and looking at it every day on this on this uh, marker <laughs> board I have. Yeah, sometimes that's that's even better. You know, you're you're like, yeah, that's going to be really cool. And then you make it and you're like, nope. <laughs> nope, move on. Next. Yep. Yeah. Plenty of ideas. Um, so the next one um, we wanted to talk about was what is a new skill or skill, skill or skill or skill, skill or skills, either one, that you would like to learn uh, next year or this year, I guess, this year now? Mm. Well, I went first last time. Like, you got to give me some time yeah, to think. Yeah, I can go. What do you, yeah, yeah what no, do you... no, 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 I can go. Yeah. So um, you know, one of the things that I've really kind of danced around is getting better at making prototypes. And um, like, then I mean better, I mean faster. I can, I've gotten to where I can make prototypes that look pretty nice uh, mm -hmm. because I've learned a lot from a lot of smart people over the years. Um, but I'm still really slow at it. Um, and I've always been fortunate enough many times to work with co-designers who can set up a process, whether it's in component studio or whatever, um, that I've been able to kind of ignore it and just kind of like, Hey, here's all the information. And they're like, Oh, put it in this spreadsheet, which I do anyways. Cause I, I like to work with spreadsheets. Right. Um, and then they're like, boom, they just suck it into the thing and then it spits it back out and we have a prototype. Um, but I now with needing to use tabletop simulator so much more, I got to be able to do that on my own. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really made me realize like, gosh, I am wasting too much time making prototypes uh, when I need to make a minute change. Um, and now that it's got to go in tabletop simulator anyways, right. I might as well figure out that process for doing better with it. And I've done some of that. Um, Neil has helped me. Kelly Hoagland has helped me. They've both helped me learn a bit more about, um, about like component studio and things and tabletop simulator. And, uh, but I really want to commit to getting much better at that this year mm -hmm. just because, um, yeah, because it's, there's no excuse for me not to know it at this point. I've kind of broken through the first like hurdle of it being just completely like a different language trying to understand <laughs> that now it's like now it's time to just now that i've broached that barrier it's time to really dive in and try to learn more about it yeah i mean there's uh, my like instinct just to just rattle off a bunch of stuff uh you know like well have you tried this <laughs> have you done this do you know about this program uh right, right, right. yeah uh because that's something that i kind of uh, yeah, my my prototype journey is a little, I guess, a little bit different because I 
dove in and started learning the fast stuff, you know, like, um, you know, <laughs> Nandek. When and... I started the fast stuff wasn't a thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, getting into Nandek and, and, um, you know, trying to learn card maker and, and, um, I loved Nandek. Um, Isaac Shalev taught me Nandek. Yeah. Took a bunch of time, taught it to me. I was like, I get this. I love this. Mm-hmm. Got a new Mac. Doesn't work with it anymore. Oh, and yeah. Until they release a fix, and that could be who knows. That could be never. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So I, <laughs> that was that was my jam. I I was like, I have a new process. I can do this. Um, but yeah. 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 So, yeah. so I started there, and then once I got a t- my problem is once I got a taste of like graphic design and making things oh, look yeah. good. That was it for like my time. Like that's my time suck. Cause I, again, it's so right. more, even more dangerous with like a, like a theme designer because I want, you know, I want it to look good. I want it to be, yep, yep. I want you to feel like you're, you know, in that Coliseum. So I'll be, I'll spend like hours looking for the perfect sand texture <laughs> for the background of my of my card like oh no that's not um wow. that's not the, the right time period of armor uh from my gladiators <laughs> i need to find a better you know free stock image uh so yeah that's something that I, I i try to be better about is not spending a ton of time you know making super pro super pretty prototypes but um mm-hmm. i do as kind of a, it's almost like a you know a, a mental health thing where you have like a cheat day almost uh, when you're on a on a diet but you're like i'm just gonna work on graphic design yeah yeah <laughs> so like i'm gonna you know I, i'll let my prototype just be icons and numbers and stuff but i am going to make a pretty box for this to go into you know <laughs> and i'll order a box from you know print and play studios or game crafter or something and it's just a it's just a, an empty box with a nice logo on it and the description <laughs> of the game on the back just for me you know I feel like you need an intervention on this one. Pat. You know, maybe, you know, some people, <laughs> some people buy games and then some people buy game boxes, Jason, you know, <laughs> with nothing that's inside fair, them. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so fair. it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a different kind of um, creative outlet, I guess. So, um, but I, I have no illusions that it is a waste of my time <laughs> professionally. You know, though, it's, it is and it isn't, right? You never know what's going to catch a publisher's eye and make them get it. Yeah, that's true. And when you're dealing with, you're designing games that are a little different, right? Mm-hmm. And so having, um, you know, I think the things that sell those games, other than them being good games, right? When you're doing a pitch are something, your your energy certainly helps mm-hmm. to sell it, right? Like you're being excited about the games and you're really good at being excited about that kind of stuff when right. you talk about it. But like having something like a box that grabs their eye to where they're like, Oh, like I get this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I understand what you're trying to show me with this game. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Right. Um, I design a lot of cards with numbers games and stuff like that. So like I own the, I have the membership to the noun project and that oh, covers yeah. almost all of my needs. Yeah. I use the same literature mailer box for everything. Like I have the folding ones and then I print a, a cover mm-hmm. uh, label just for the top um, that will have the name and a font that feels good and maybe a little icon or two and a picture, glue it on there. And then I'm done. Like, yeah. but that's still for me is like light years ahead of where I was before. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to meet you somewhere in the middle. Um, <laughs> right, right. Cause I, I have kind of, um, I did start getting like boxes free from the post office, you know, like those, those nice, mailers, yes. those foldable boxes and started um, taping, taping, um, uh, you know, printed covers at home, but it's still that mm-hmm. first step of like using Photoshop or whatever to make like a nice co- cover and make up a, you know, like use, uh, you know, figure out what the player count is and, you know, put those icons on there. <laughs> just right, just right, ridiculous, right. just ridiculous. But I will say, I'm... you know, at the same, the same time, you know, it's not as much of a thing now, but the the number of times that people at an unpub or a proto spiel or whatever have come over to the table because I had, you know, a nice box or a nice poster, you know, yep, display yep. poster or whatever that can, they can see the theme from across the room, you know, um, is really helpful. And, um, you know, the game has still got to be a game and, and got to be good, but, um, you know, anything to get people to the table, you know, some, some games live and die on the presentation and the, and the componentry and and those sorts of things. So I don't know, something to think about. 
Yeah, and I mean, even like a good title helps with that, right? Like again, on pubs, I always just try to have a really snappy title. Yep. So that when people would see the title, they'd be like, "Oh, what's this? Like, <laughs> this sounds interesting." You know, that was that was always my goal. Yeah. So, any uh, specific skills you can think of you would like to work on? Um, so one thing that I'm trying to be better about is uh, is kind of social media stuff um it's a social media is so weird <laughs> um, so weird i mean it's because it's it's something that i naturally want to do i want to interact with you know the community and the fans and stuff it's why i loved conventions you know i loved working in booths and mm-hmm. you know meeting hundreds of people a day you know and and, and talking about games and um you know uh you know, my games and, and, and getting their feedback and all that kind of stuff. I love that. Uh, but there's something about, you know, the game of, of social media and um, that is, you know, so I, I don't know. It's, it's having to think about, you know, Oh, is, is, do I need to put a, a, a gif on this post to make it, you know, more relatable? <laughs> you know, it's, you know, there've been times when I, I posted something like on, on Twitter you know, that's about my game or, you know, an event I have coming up or something. And it gets like three likes or, or whatever. And then I like delete it and then post it with like, you know, the shack wiggling with the cat gif or whatever. Right, right. And it gets like 67 likes in 30 minutes or whatever. I'm <laughs> right. like, what is, what are we doing here? What is, <laughs> so, you know, um, it, I kind of think about it as, you know, there's just, there's just different, environments and you know the way that you interact with people at a at an unpub is different than the way that you interact with people at, mm-hmm. at a booth at a convention is different than the way that you would interact with people online so um and and in, in the end it's it's really you're just trying to get um more people to to have fun and and uh, get the games that you think that they would enjoy so um you know just kind of putting myself out there more um and looking at different ways to, to interact with people, asking more questions, um, you know, um, having more conversations because the, 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 yeah, yeah. the way that I've been dipping my toe in is, is kind of, you know, self-promotional, um, you know, Hey, I have this podcast episode, Hey, this game's coming out or whatever, which is cool and great. You know, people, you know, people want to know it's like having a newsletter or whatever. Um, right, but right. I, I want to, um, you know, have it be more, social i guess and more interactive than just buy this thing yeah (laughs) right right yeah it's it's tough right i mean i there are times where i'll go for a month where all i post is the weekly podcast like link Mm -hmm. and then there are other times where i'll tweet a bunch right and i'll try and be in more conversations i do find though conversations are really the best right where you can ask questions or answer questions that's really really helpful um yeah so Mm -hmm. agreed Agreed. And I have found it is is it has been um, scratching that 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 itch of the the goal of um, not necessarily getting a game signed for somebody else, but I have been able to you know retweet some people that I found um, give you know kind of use my whatever I have like a thousand followers like nothing <laughs> in the scheme right. of Twitter, um, uh, but you know use that that follower base to you know uh signal boost some other creators some some other you know uh podcasts some other designers um and since i am really drawn to like the the esoteric or the weird uh you know those are the creators that that uh you know need that grassroots um right right you know kind of uh check out this weird thing that i saw so yeah that's been that's been rewarding is is uh you know passing those names along so you know that's awesome that's awesome All right, next. Next, we have a personal goal outside of games. Board games not allowed in this spot here. Um, I have one. I don't know if you want me to go first. You want to go first. Doesn't matter to me. I can Um, go. Um, All right. Do it. Uh, So, I mean, in order to have personal goals, we have to have a personal life, which is a little (laughs) tricky (laughs) right now. Um, You know, most of my life is is board games Um, and then, you know, school stuff, um, working as as a teacher. Um, mm-hmm. my, my, my main personal goal, I think right now is, um, just kind of health, health wise. Um, I'm mm-hmm. trying to, uh, you know, just 
it sounds so weird, you know, to, to talk about, but, you know, just uh, lean up, lose weight. You know, there's some like, you know, um, the areas that I, you know, I don't want to tone or, or whatever. Um, uh, and it, it mainly, you know, it's, there's some aspects that are aesthetic, but it's also a health thing. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, and, and once you start making changes, you realize like how, how bad it was, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. I think about like, as a teenager, when you're like, you, you know, your, your parents are like, you need to clean your room and you're like, it's fine. And then you actually start cleaning it and you're like, this is not fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt like when I, you know, when you start dieting or when you start exercising and you're like, man, I cannot run a mile or, you know, oh, right, right, right. or you're like, oh, wow. Like once I stopped eating cookies, I realized how much I was eating cookies. <laughs> right, right. I saved yeah. like a hundred dollars in my monthly budget by not eating cookies. Like yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I could kind of look at, you know, the money that I was spending on, on candy and cookies and, and, and that kind of stuff. And it's not that I've, I've cut those out entirely. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm but a man, Jason. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm definitely trying to control it. I have a massive sweet tooth. So that's, you know, that's, uh, I'm trying to find like replacement things and eating more fruits, mm, yeah. um, which is good right. because I also happen to love fruit. So um yeah, I'm, I'm basically like, uh, I need to get one of those, um, you know, like the, the Chiquita banana lady ha- hats with like the <laughs> yeah. bananas Just and the grapes and stuff. As you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah, just, just health stuff, get healthier, you know, get back in shape. Um, you know, I, I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of people yeah, on, you know, ironically on social media and you know on zoom right, calls right, right. and stuff who have been using this this time at home to to really hone in on that kind of stuff and um you know i've, I've been making some progress but you know they, they talk about how you hit you hit that wall uh you know right right where you actually have to do work you know right <laughs> you actually have to try harder right yeah. Yeah, yeah right now it's just been like behavioral stuff and and some diet things right. but uh, you know I, I i'm not gonna get where i i get w- without doing some push-ups i think <laughs> Right, right, right. You know, that is less appealing. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely less appealing. So, yeah, for myself, I set a goal not too different than that. But I I found that when I just set goals of like, you're going to eat better or you're going to exercise more without like a real good end game, mm-hmm. that it just doesn't, it just doesn't keep me interested. Right. Um. So I was like, you know, so I, I, I walk a lot. Like I walk at least 11,000 steps a day and mm-hmm. I've done that for uh, about 1100 days in a row without mm-hmm. ever missing a day, which wow. I'm pretty proud of. That's, That's awesome. not so bad. Right. I mean, I've walked through sickness, like, um, you know, because like, I'm like, you know what, you're just, you're not, today's not going to be the day you remember <laughs> you had the flu and you didn't get to do this. You're yeah. going to do it. Um. So anyways, um, I had set this goal back in like just for myself. I didn't really tell anyone. I but I had set this goal of uh, back in 2018 uh, of walking this thing called the Calhaven Trail in one go round, uh, and it's between Kalamazoo and South Haven, uh, and I live in Kalamazoo. Uh, it's 33 miles, um, and it goes from Kalamazoo to the lakeshore. And I was like, I want to do that in a day, right? I've walked, I've walked. Um, probably 15 to 16 miles in a day over wow. like normal land. Um, not consistently. I just have before, right? <laughs> um, but not like all the time. Um, one time I was so, lost in the desert and right, no, we were, I think it was my wife and I were in Key West and like, we walked all around the Island, like back and forth and mm. like, and just a lot of other walking and stuff. And it ended up being about 15 miles or something like that. Mm-hmm. Although at Gen Con, I routinely hit routinely hit 10 miles a day at Gen Con. Um, but anyways, so 33 miles is a lot. It should take me about 11 to 12 hours to do it. Um, but I couldn't just walk out and do that right now. Like I need to get like used to walking longer distances. So I thought, well, if I set that as a goal um, to do in the spring, then that means I have the winter to really like get in a better position to be able to do that, um, you know, in, you know, over the winter and the early spring and then late spring, early summer, be ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Um Cause I wanted to have, I want to have like, I don't want to be walking in the dark in the forest. Like I want to be just like daylight, like easy peasy. I know where I'm going. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. So that's, 
that's the goal I'm kind of setting. Um, I'm going to need to like look at some like regimens for like getting used to walking that far. Mm. Um, so I was going to look up some of that stuff. If you want to want a marathon, of course they have a million things about that. But like when you're like want to walk an odd number, like 33 miles, like yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily a chart for that. Yeah. So I just need to figure out how that scales up and what to do with that. And, um, have yeah. you thought then, about, um, inspector gadget, um, implants, wheel implants, some rollerblade feet. Might defeat the purpose, but yeah. <laughs> no one's looking, so, um, you know, just yeah. wait until mile that, 20 and then right. <laughs> deep in the forest. Right, 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 right. But that is, um, that's about 70,000 steps or so Whoa. to do 33 miles. So, um, yeah, so I've never been anywhere near that, obviously. Um, so, you know, like a good day for me is like a real good day is like 20,000 steps. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know. <laughs> way more than that yeah um so anyways that's yeah, doable though that's... i think you know you do it uh, a little bit at a time and you know there's, there's part research and um do you have any like have you have you looked for for kind of smaller trails that would be a good like in between point you know like oh this is a 15 mile trail this is a i i should do that i haven't yet um but I, um, we also live in a, in a pretty good neighborhood where like, it's like, we live in like a subdivision to where like, there's a nice grid work of like four roads. Oh, okay. And if you do the full lap, it's about a mile and a half. Like if you do all the zigzag through it. Mm-hmm. So I could do that 10 times, <laughs> which sounds awful, <laughs> that sounds um, terrible. But, but it does let me get a little, a little, like the big thing I'm worried about is pacing. Like because if you if I can't do three miles an hour consistently for twelve hours or you know eleven to twelve hours, mm. then I will I won't make it right. Yeah. Um, we do have a path that I think is four miles one way that I can easily walk back and forth, and I could go do that now. Um, like that, I'm not worried about. I mean, I know I can walk ten to twelve miles, no problem with the right shoes on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just making sure that you know when you can triple that, that that's you know doable. Right. So, but no, yeah, I do I w- believe I can do it if I just work towards the upping the goal. I worry, Jason, with you uh, walking these laps around your your neighborhood for thirty miles, that you're gonna like convince people that they're in the Matrix or like the, <laughs> the Truman Show or something. This guy is that guy. He, <laughs> he just he's gonna walk by in three, two. Well, there he is. He's on a loop. <laughs> this is all a simulation. Uh, in my neighborhood is a nosy neighborhood, which means I guarantee there'd be a post on Facebook like, have you guys seen the people walking, that guy walking around the neighborhood? What is he doing? <laughs> Case and joints. Yeah. We get a lot of, we had a guy recently who was like, he was like, there are these people, they were in a van and they were clearly, they were clearly casing this house and like, I didn't know him. So like I commented and was like, how do you like, why do you think they were casing the joint? Like they were like, it was the middle of the friggin' day. And he's like, that's when most robberies occur. I'm like, not during a pandemic, you moron. <laughs> like, what the heck? So 30 minutes later, somebody, these people, like, they're, like, being, like, super mean to me about yeah. this, right? Like, it's this guy and his dad, and they're just being awful. Neither It was neither of their houses, by the way, for the record. Of course. They're just being, like, super rude about it, right? Um, um, and uh, he was like, they, I went out to talk to them and they were avoiding eye contact. And I'm like, I've met this guy. Like, I would avoid eye contact. <laughs> like, so anyways, this person posts like, hey, really sorry to cause a ruckus. Uh, they were here to install my carpet. Uh, and they just, I, I forgot to give them my new address. And I was like, hello. Like, yeah. so it was just, it was funny because then like everyone, like most of the people like clammed up like, oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. And it's so it's like guys just quit assuming that like people are you know and it doesn't honestly all that matters is they're not from our neighborhood if they're not from our neighborhood they're probably bad <laughs> outsiders like, well, why like like why we live in the country like no <laughs> one is coming to bother us oh my gosh anyways uh that was a long uh thing but yes yeah they're gonna think i'm in the matrix it's possible so <laughs> So the the last uh, the last goal we have uh, or to talk about you touched on this a little. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you had something else for that. Was the idea this was your idea? Was the pay it forward goal? Um, and you had talked about that in the beginning about trying to be instrumental in helping uh, some other designer get signed. Mm-hmm. You just like jumped right into that right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's. Um... You can follow my Twitter at Slauson Designs to see me do this. 
See, I'm doing the social media thing already. Uh, nice. That's good work. That's good work. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, I, as somebody who's on the internet all the time, uh, I do come across things, you know, once a day or once every couple of days that, you know, is some, you know, content creator or, um, you know, what have you that, that I, you know, I, I want to more people to watch just cause it's, it's really cool. Or yeah, it could yeah, just yeah. be a show that, you know, not a lot of people are talking about, um, that I want more people to watch. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been doing that. Um, that's, that's, you know, part of, part of my goal. Uh, one, uh, that I found actually today is this YouTube channel, uh, called Thinker Themer. Um, and I, I've only watched one video and I'm just in love with this, <laughs> this, uh, format <laughs> of, of game reviews. Um, so it's a, uh, a couple and they describe games. One of them is uh, the thinker and uh-huh. she, she's really into mechanics and the, you know, the gameplay and, uh, you know, the, the strategy and the, the numbers and, and the decisions. Uh-huh. And then the yeah. other one, she is into the theming um, and the story and how immersive it is and, and those sorts of things. So nice. they kind of look at a game from those two lenses um, and, you know, uh, they've played it together. So it, they get into the interplay of those two things, you know, which was distracting to the other one. Uh, is it a perfect like marriage of, of thinkiness and, and theminess? Um, so, yeah, I really I really like uh reviews r- review channels that have uh you know like a, a spin to them that's just not just like a, a straightforward review um i really like uh no pun included and shut up and sit down and um and this kind of has that right. same feel where they really thought about um you know the the uh, a personality for their for their show um so yeah that's thinker themer uh check them out if you haven't uh, found them yet so that's that's my my one of my pay it forwards this year. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out because that sounds very in. That's that's the type of review I would want to watch. So, uh, so for me, uh, kind of the way I'm gonna try my best to pay it forward this coming year are two things. Uh, one, uh, we have a Discord channel for the podcast, um, and I'm in it all the time. Uh, and whenever listeners come in and are like, "Hey, you know, like what's going on?" and they're like, "Hey, I'm working on this game." Uh, can I pick your brain? Yes, I'm there. Uh, I'll take them to like private message and we'll chat through whatever they want to about their game. I've been looking at sell sheets and things like that. Just trying to help people and, uh, just trying to be, you know, just trying to use some of the experience I have to say, Hey, here's, here's what I would do in this situation. Here are some people you could talk to that know more than me. Um, and, and also, um, Julio and Nicole and soon Jason Katarski will also all be doing that as well. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of us in there hanging out, wanting to help people. That's so. awesome. Yeah. That's huge. And then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just about accessibility. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I, I had to find a place where I could be accessible and not forget to be accessible. <laughs> because right. That's my problem. It's like, Oh, just message me or send me an email. Don't send me an email. Like I'm awful with that. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can send me an email, but I'm awful with it. Right. And I may not reply. Um, so anyways, yeah, so th- I think that'll help. And then the other thing, I'm not going to say what it is because on the next episode, episode 450, I'm going to have two special guests on and we're going to talk about a whole new thing the podcast is going to do in 2021 Ooh. to try and pay it forward, uh, not only to newer designers of the show uh, who listen to the show, but newer designers uh, who don't listen to the show. And uh, that's confusing. That was a weird way to say it, but whatever. <laughs> in one week, you'll understand. And you'll be like, wow, that's cool. Um, so yeah, so look forward to that, uh, for episode 450, which is usually, which is a nice milestone. We like to do something special. So we're going to do something special and it's going to be great. Oh, I'm excited. Excited. So the last thing we want to cover here briefly, um, cause we actually had this, this, we, this took more time than I expected. So the last thing, um, and I will volunteer to go first because I know that you were hesitant about this one, uh, is the industry predictions. Um, so, so if it's okay with you, I'll throw out some things that I'm thinking and you can, uh, then say some things that you're thinking, or let me know how wrong you think I am. About okay. The things I'm sure. Thinking. All right. So I, I wrote down three things that I think are going to happen, um, next year. My first guess is there will be hardly any cons in person, um, I don't think we'll see Gen Con next year. I'd be shocked if there's a Gen Con in 2021. I think you may see some smaller cons towards the end of the year. Uh, maybe we'll get to go to a Grand Con or something like that in Grand Rapids. That's our home con. 
Um, but I think you're going to not really see any physical cons for most of the year. Um, agree. I think, yeah, you agree. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's right? a, I mean that's that seems fact. like a decently safe one. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you that I won't be I won't, any cons. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> when you say we I'm won't see a convention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, you and I will not see a convention yeah. next year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, um, that's, that's my thought on that. Uh, I think we're going to continue. We've seen an increase in Kickstarters with new publishers, upstarts, uh, people who've been bored during the pandemic and wanting to do something new. I think we're still going to see a lot more of that next year, um, not just because there's going to be more downtime, which there absolutely will be. And that, I think, will bleed into 2022 when you're looking at those things coming out. But but that's the fact that if people have been working most of this year on stuff like I have, um, that you're, it's going to start kickstarting next year, like early to mid next year is when you're going to really see uh, what's happening with those. Um, so I'm excited about that because mm-hmm. I love the idea of more creative stuff coming out there. Uh, cause a lot of this is stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see coming from like a mainstream publisher. And I like that about mm-hmm. the different random stuff we're seeing come up Kickstarter right now. Mm-hmm. Did you have and a, then, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. The last one, and this is more of a hope. I, I really hope that we have better, virtual conventions this year um i've heard some different ideas um i've heard some different ideas where people have talked about like actually like video game style interfaces where you like set up a digital booth and then like then like you have little avatars that like walk through the Uh area to be able to check things out and stuff um i don't know that that would work i don't know that that would be good but it's different and i like that um and i think i do believe that if we can make virtual conventions be good this year that you're going to see more and more of them post pandemic continue to pop up mm-hmm. because of the issues of it fixing, you know, not being able to show up somewhere because it's too far away uh, for someone to, you know, it just really increases accessibility. Um, so I can be, vi- that's the one I feel least confident about because the virtual conventions are a mixed bag, right? Like you mm-hmm. just don't know what to expect with them. Um, yeah. That's, that's what I got. Those are, those are my thoughts. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll hop on that one a little bit. I think that, um, uh, I, I agree that even when we go back, there will probably be some kind of remnant of that, that, that virtual, I hope that there's still that, that remnant of the virtual aspect of, of cons because of that accessibility The I've been going to a lot of virtual cons, the virtual unpubs, um, uh, uh virtual proto spiels. Uh, I, I went to Origins Online. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, and it's something I hear, I've heard at every single one is people being like, I never got to go to a convention before this. Or there's a lot of people, it was their first convention. Or, that's great. you know, people from across the world, uh, you know, coming together to to, to play these games. And, uh, you know, it's it's just, it's huge. And, and I have... You know, it's a it's a complex or, or kind of more complicated proposition to go to a convention for a designer because it's kind of like a business expense, but also, you know, like a fun thing yeah. to do, but not yep. really fun because you're working the whole time <laughs> um, and and walking ten miles. It's weird, yeah. yeah. yeah but right. yeah, so I mean, it's but even as somebody who can work in a booth um, to offset the cost and, and those sorts of things, they're expensive. Um, so. Um, yeah, I hope that there's still some sort of like, you know, usually there's, uh, interviews with publishers or whatever going on, um, that you mm-hmm. can yep. watch or live stream, but I, I, I would love like a virtual panel track to still be a thing, you know, virtual, uh, play test halls, you know, if you mm-hmm. can't come here, we're going to have our games on tabletop simulator for this weekend. And, you know, we'll have people from the, the company, you know, sign up for slots. So th- those would be really yeah, cool yeah. to see. The other thing that I think uh, uh, we might see is uh, having your game be zoomable, um, be yeah. a continue to be a selling point um, throughout mm-hmm. next year and maybe beyond. Just um, you know, the same way that uh, you know a, a fifth player or a solo mode or something like that has been really right, right. in vogue over the past few years. Um, I think having games that are like, Oh, you can play this over zoom or, Oh, you can whatever. Um, you know, 
that's kind of a, 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 a an up in the air prediction because we might, you know, bounce back and nobody will ever want to be on a Zoom call ever again once things <laughs> right, go right, back right. go back to normal. But you know, I, I have so many people who you know have gotten to you know play games with with their friends that you know from you know, around the world or their grandparents who live across the country and, and those sorts of things. And the games that are Zoom will tend to be those party and social games. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, Jackbox games and those those sorts of things. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, seeing that be part of the marketing, uh, you'll, you'll see a little bit more, um, especially mm-hmm. if we don't have, conventions especially if you know we're, we're not uh uh you know back to normal or whatever so i think we'll see see more of that you'll see you'll see more you know perfect zoom game as part of the 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 poster for a game um yes um, i agree i think even too like um print and plays have become something that's been very interesting to people right now because i don't we don't all have to have a copy of a game right like right. i can I, if I buy a game, I can send you the print and play sheets. You can print it. We can play over zoom a little easier exactly. than we could if it wasn't. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's a nice option to have mm-hmm. for different games as well. Yeah. So, you know, it only, it only works for certain games. Um, you know, just like not every game needs a solo mode, but I think it's something that's like, if you can, you know, you can figure out a way to make it work on zoom. It'll probably, <laughs> probably won't right. hurt. Um, but yeah, so I think you'll see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would be curious to see. If there if the um, the trend of uh, solo games and two player games specifically will right, continue right. to 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 grow. Um, it's been really cool. Um, uh, you know, I, I feel fortunate to have gotten into the, the industry when I did kind of, you know, mid mid boom. Um, but mm-hmm. even in the past six year, five, six years since I've been playing board games um, and, and, and being kind of behind the scenes in the, in the design world, it's been so cool to see like solo games, just, you know, so many ga- solo know, games right? coming and, and games where the solo mode is a big selling point. A lot of two player games, you know, Fox in the forest and uh, uh, patchwork and, and those sorts yep. of games. Um, and, and they've really been, you know, a godsend during the, the pandemic. You know, my, um, Absolutely. my fiance and I have, have, have loved playing, um, you know, these, these two player games. So um, I think you'll, you'll definitely see more of that as well. And, you know, once people, Agreed. Uh, the ideal or the hope is that once people get a, a feel for these and how fun a two player game can be or a solo game can be, or a game over zoom can be that, you know, the, the right. market kind of continues. And it's not just something that we did because there was nothing else we could do. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, I think that like thinking about like the solo mode games, is always something I found interesting because like, I feel like there's like, I hate to use the word stigma because I don't think it's that, but like, there's a barrier of somebody thinking like, why would I play a game, a board game solo? Like, yeah, right. Like right. that's though you'll sit down and play like an app game or a video game solo all the time. Like it's the main yeah. way to play. Yeah. It's kind of that idea that board games are an interactive thing that, you know, you can't do it on your own, but I, I really am hopeful that as more people have played solo games this year, that, yeah, they start to think like, oh, hey, this is fun. Like, I can do this. Yeah. I should do this. So, yeah, I hope I hope to see that grow as well. Yeah. All right. Well, there you've heard it. Those are your rock-solid predictions for 2021. <laughs> Definitely all those will happen. Um, as I promised, if they do, we'll be back to talk about it. Um, but... Yeah, no, this has been this has been a really fun discussion, and I uh, I wish you uh, I wish you a lot of luck with all of your goals in twenty twenty one. We'll have to uh, we'll have to do something later in the year. Check back in after a while to see how we're doing on that, both of us. Yeah, and I I will just I'll be super ripped, and I will have you know designed. Yeah, I'll be holding you know my my Marvel game that I designed, uh, yeah, and yeah. I will uh, you know be wearing the T shirt of some uh youtube channel uh that i want to promote <laughs> and uh also be playing a solo game while we're doing the uh nice, <laughs> podcast nice. so. that, that was designed by someone that you helped get published yes right? there we go yeah <laughs> and 
when we post the podcast, I will tweet it and my <laughs> and, and, and ask a question to the audience uh, to to have a conversation about. So awesome, love it. Make sure to put that Shaq gif in there. So <laughs> yeah, so people actually look at it. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh, it's Shaq with a cat. What's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> So awesome. Well, hey, thanks again for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's always good to have you on the show. And it was a great, great discussion. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for the listeners out there, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at buildinggamepodcast.com. You can find me at buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. Call us at 770-TELL-BTG. Find us on the Twitter at podcastbtg, at J.A. Slingerland, at Slauson Designs. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, um, Discord. Check out our Discord. You can find that on the website. Uh, with the instructions on how to link up to that. So yeah, uh, feel free to connect with us there. But until next time, good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Dial 770-TELL-BTG. Please don't use the email.